0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Teller of Tales, a Synapse QA blogcast. Stories have a unique ability to build connections. They boost our feelings of trust, compassion, and empathy with others. And our brains are hardwired to follow a story right from its beginning, through its middle, and all the way to its conclusion. Teller of Tales is a blogcast that narrates the articles published on the Synapse QA platform. My name is Beth Marshall, and I am a software tester who enjoys collaborating, blogging, and supporting other people in the global software testing community. In this week's Teller of Tales, we hear from Rajiv Ranjan. He's a senior software engineer in test who lives and works in Singapore. Listen up to hear Rajiv's musings on impact analysis in his story, Are we testing too much, too little or just right? We hope you enjoy this tale. Are we testing too much, too little or just right? We've made a change and it will require at least one week to test. We've made a small change and it doesn't require any testing. We're blocked as we just figured out we've got a dependency on the server team. We frequently hear the above statements in our day-to-day Scrum meetings. Most of the time we end up paying the cost for them in terms of these pain points. The testing area is too wide and difficult to focus on. Dependency is uncovered at a very late stage. Risks are uncovered as defects chaos all around while fixing those defects at the last minute. The world around us also keeps changing. In fact, it's unavoidable that even the most well-developed software systems will need to make changes in order to keep up with the challenging world. Testing is also efficient when we know what to test, how much to test and when to stop. We cannot test the entire application. So, this brings a very important question. Are we testing too much, too little, or just right? It's very difficult to answer unless we know the impact of the changes we made. So, in order to know the answer, we have to go back to 1996, when Robert S. Arnold and Sean A. Boner coined the term impact analysis This means identifying the potential consequences of a change or estimating what needs to be modified to accomplish a change. In simple terms, it provides an accurate understanding of the implication of a proposed change. The idea of impact analysis is not to reduce effort, but to increase efficiency. It gives us an understanding of areas of the system that may be affected due to the change in the particular section or features of the application. Impact analysis will help us to determine what to test and based on that, we can determine how much to test and when we can end test execution. Impact analysis can be done at various levels, be that requirement, design, development or testing. Here are two types of impact analysis that we can use. The first type is traceability impact analysis, which helps to determine the scope of the change. Change can be software behaviour in the requirement phase, system architecture in the design phase, code in the development phase or test code or test cases in the testing phase. The second type is dependency impact analysis. And this determines the depth of the impact on the system. Systems can be like client-server in the requirement phase, design documents or architecture diagrams in the design phase, build system or unit or integration test systems in the development phase, or to test data or test infrastructure in the testing phase. Skipping impact analysis doesn't change the size of the task. It just turns the size into a surprise. In the product development, surprises are rarely good news. Before the team says, sure, no testing required in response to a change request, we should spend time on impact analysis. (coughs) Let's go through some examples to understand how it can be applied. Example one, rewrite of a mobile app. This is a feature enhancement on an existing feature. We already had a mobile app. Now we want to rewrite the app with a new UI. Let's use traceability impact analysis to try and find out the scope of the change, very high level scope in different phases. Requirement. Client app UI look and feel will change, but the server API need not, as they will serve the same as the older app. Design. Component design needs to be changed. Development. Server API remains the same, but the client side code needs to change. Testing. UI related test cases need to change as we are rewriting UI, but business logic related test cases remain the same. Some test case for older UI might go away as well. Let's use dependency impact analysis to try to find out depth of impact on the system. Requirement client app system will change, but the server remains the same. Design, architecture diagram and design documents need to be updated as we are using new technologies. Development, server API code remains the same, but the client side code needs to change. The build system might need a change if we're using new UI technology. Testing, no change in test data as the business logic remains the same. No changes on the test system as well. Example 2. A software installer does not install in OS with European language locale on Windows. This is a defect which was found during release and we need to fix it. Let's use traceability impact analysis to try and find out the scope of the change at different phases. Requirement. No change, as the requirement is still the same. Design. No change, as no new requirement is introduced. Development. Install code for Windows. Installer code for Windows needs to be changed. Testing. We need to test installation-related test cases in various locales. We might run automation test cases on the localized OS as well. Let's use dependency impact analysis to try and find out the depth of the impact on the system. Requirement, client installer needs to change. Design, no change. Development, no change in development systems as well. Testing, we will need new test machines with the localized OS. As you see above, it is very easy to call out what is in scope and where it needs to be changed. Once we make the change, we'll also know what the risk is as well. We've been using Impact Analysis in Autodesk for almost three years now, and it has helped to reduce our release work and brought stability in our software. It allows us to identify dependencies at a very early stage. We are moving our focus from actual change after effects of the change. It helped us to know the system better day by day. Since we know what the impact is, we can easily document the risk associated with it. We can easily identify the defect cluster and address it more confidently. For example, earlier during our release, if there's a defect found during release activities, It was at times a tedious process to go through all the changes and understand the root cause, but with impact analysis we've already covered it. Since we list out impacted areas, risks and flows that have changed, we just have to go through that and easily find out the change concerned. With respect to dependency identification, we can inform stakeholders at an early age itself when stories are being discussed that we will need this change from your side. You may ask what the timeline of this is and when we should start the impact analysis of features. I suggest starting as early as possible. It will be better when the story is in the backlog and ready to be groomed. This will give a lot of confidence to the team to find out stakeholders, to determine how much effort goes in. In short, delivering the feature becomes easy. As a coin has two sides, similarly, everything has its pros and cons. We went through some pros of impact analysis. Let's go through the cons as well. Impact analysis can be done by someone who knows the domain and system. It is difficult to do by someone who is new to the system. It cannot be applied to a scenario where the feature is created from scratch, as there is no existing feature to understand the impact analysis of. It takes time to do so, it is always advised to start as early as possible. I'd like to say that impact analysis is not just methodology to to adopt. I believe it is a thought process. Every change we make in our software day to day, we have to understand or analyze the impact of the change we made, which can be anything like testing the code change, software change, a design change, or a requirement change. We have to keep thinking about what will be the after effect of the change and keep looking for answers to the question, are we testing too much too little or just right. This doesn't guarantee that you're going to have 100% defect-free software. In fact, there are no 100% defect-free pieces of software in the world. But if you adapt impact analysis, then you can at least make sure that you will not have any major defects. Even if you unearth defects, it would be very easy to mitigate the risk around them and push towards release. You will have more control and less risky releases. I hope after reading this, the team will go back and start putting thoughts on what will be the impact of this change in addition to what changes do I have to make? Most of the time we put so much focus on the change that we forget about the side effects of the change. I hope my experience with impact analysis helps to bring light to this. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this story. Your feedback matters. Support us by sharing your thoughts on Teller of Tales and show your love by spreading the word. If you enjoyed today's testing story, make sure to share with your network. Until next time with another tale, it's... Beth signing off. You'll find Synapse QA in all the usual places. Follow them on social media for regular updates. Until next time, goodbye.